Now, more and more of us are trying to improve our diet by trimming back on portion size, eating less meat, more veg, and cutting out the processed food. And, of course, there is another worthwhile motivation. Changing our diet can greatly cut carbon emissions. Did you know that? A key driver of climate change. Researchers at UCC, UCD and Queen's University Belfast are inviting healthy adults, listening to Mooney Goes Wild now, aged between the age of 18 and 64, who eat meat most days to participate in a new 12-week nutrition study, which they call My Planet Diet. Ursula Leonard is a PhD candidate and study coordinator. She joins us now from the studios on the University College campus in Cork. Hello, Ursula. Thanks for joining us. Tell us all about this study. Hi, great to be with you. So the My Planet Diet study is funded by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine, and it's an all-Ireland collaboration between Chagas, University College Dublin, Queen's University Belfast and University College Cork, where I'm based. So what we're aiming to do is reduce the greenhouse gas emissions of our diet. So that's one metric for environmental impact that we have chosen for this study. So what we've done is designed a diet that has lower greenhouse gas emissions and we're recruiting people who consume a typical Irish diet. So that's those who eat meat most days. And we're interested in learning if, number one, participants can follow such a diet and we can actually reduce the greenhouse gas emissions. And then further to that, we're interested in learning, um, well, what impact does this have on nutrient intake and nutrient status in in samples like blood samples? Um, And we're also interested in learning, you know, what changes did the participants make? Did it have any impact on other measures such as blood pressure or body weight? Um, And really just to learn, I suppose, what changes people made and if it's something that they feel they could do long term. So what we do is we provide uh, dietary recommendations in the form of a diet report and we do provide resources. So example, sample recipes, a sample meal plan um, and just information on each of the food groups and I suppose examples as to how they would meet recommendations within each of the the food groups, you know, with different combinations of food, because we want this to be fun and something people can actually adhere to. Yeah, I have cut out meat one day a week but my problem is I've just replaced it with a load of rubbish Yeah it can be tough at times I suppose planning is a huge part so you know planning ahead ensuring that you've got the correct foods at home also trying new recipes keeping it exciting and again throughout the study you know we're here to kind of provide supports like that Now what I want to know is is it the cows who produce the greenhouse gases to belching methane and then we eat their meat so that much greenhouse gases has been emitted to get the bit of beef on your plate or is the person who ate the beef themselves emitting more greenhouse gases than if their dinner was legumes and beans and the like which we all know very well are high in methane. So whose greenhouse gases are being reduced? Is it the animal animals or is it the diner? (laughs) <laughs> That's a good question. So I suppose, yeah, um, for the ruminant animals like uh, beef and lamb, um, it is uh, the methane that they produce during digestion is making a big contribution to their greenhouse gas emissions. So the way we look at foods is we, we compare them per mass. So we look at per gram of, you know, beef versus per gram of legume. What's the, the greenhouse gas emissions? So what we're attempting to do is reduce the participants personal green um, carbon footprint so they would be making a, a significant reduction to their greenhouse gas emissions depending on where they're starting from that's another thing so it does depend on where they start from but making changes such as reducing beef in the diet is going to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions I suppose the knock-on effect then is um, maybe reducing demand for you know meats such as beef worldwide. 
Now, is this a better and a more healthy diet? I mean, Derek is saying he eats rubbish when he doesn't eat beef. I presume what he means by rubbish is either lots of sweets and chocolates and things or it's processed food. You go out and you buy a processed meal, heat it up in the microwave or eat it in a restaurant. Can you elaborate a little bit more on what's wrong with buying a packet of dinner rather than cooking it when you haven't time to do so? And, you know, convenience is really important and people are busy. Family life gets in the way. So those products do have a place. But it's about doing it, I think, getting it right most of the time, not all of the time. So like you said, a vegetarian diet or a vegan diet could be very processed. You know, it could include a lot of of what Derek calls rubbish. So what we're trying to do is come at this from, you know, a food first approach. So it's about working with the participants to try and encourage cooking meals from scratch using whole foods. So an easy example there is the carbohydrate sources. So carbohydrates make up 50% of our energy intake. So we eat a lot of them. A better decision that you can make there is opting for whole grain versions. So that's the brown versions of bread, pasta and rice. And then, you know, things like potatoes, a rather than the processed forms, so chips or waffles or whatever it might be. So, yeah, absolutely. We're encouraging people to use as many whole foods as they can. But we do say that, you know, there is a time and a place for these more convenient foods. And we have seen an explosion on the food market of those um, meat alternative products. So it's the the products that are made from vegetarian and vegan ingredients that are um, mimicking um, animal foods. And, you know, again, these aren't things that we would typically recommend in the diet but we do say they do have a place so we would recommend up to twice a week for those types of foods are fine but other than that we would be recommending the whole food forms so that's things like lentils mm. chickpeas and um, you know real real foods I suppose yeah, All the stuff I don't like eating Okay so our listeners want to take part in this study what do they do and what happens next? So the study's been conducted at three research sites in Belfast, Dublin and Cork. So there is an online screening questionnaire on our website that uh, participants can uh, complete and that will allow us to determine if they're eligible to take part. All right. Well, it was very interesting listening to you, Ursula. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. That's pretty much all we have time for. Don't forget to visit the website for those details and more on today's programme, rte.ie forward slash Mooney. My thanks to Niall Hatch, Richard Collins, Terry Flanagan and Aina Nilana. Our broadcast coordinator is Jarlath Holland and the researcher is John Bella Riley. Until next time, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.